Promise that I will never change Cause it's inside of me Trying to stack my chips And it's enough to feed my family Want the whole world to know The hood is still inside of me I'm trying to make them believe Yo, what up, everybody, man? It's your boy, Mike, once again. We back, bro. Look, we back. Big trust, man. Uh, once again, idiots for the podcast, man. This is the last time y'all gonna hear that. So, once again, we not idiots. Y'all might think we idiots. We not idiots. It's the last time. We going back to real sports talk because that's what this is about, bro. We talk sports on this podcast. Once again, once again, like I said, it's your boy, Mike. Got Corey in the building. Corey, say what's up, man. Man, what's good, everybody? We back. It's been a long time coming. You feel me? Got my dog Micah in the building. D Mill not on this one right now. Who knows where that nigga at? Probably some, <laughs> pro- probably somewhere slumped off some weed. But we hey, gonna, man, we gonna hold, we we, nope. we gonna, we gonna, we gonna hold it down for him though. Big nope. trust. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Don't put, don't put all this business out there. Don't put it all. But um, that, hey, we we had a guest. What happened to the what, what happened to uh? Our guest just dipped out on us like that, man. Hold up, man. I gotta get my boy back in the building, man. That's not good. He just getting kicked out of the stuff, you know. But uh, like I said, man, we back with another podcast. Um, going on. A lot has happened. Uh, college football playoff semifinals has begun. Y'all already know what it is. But we got our guest back in the building, man. Our guest, go ahead. He's been on the show a couple of times. So go ahead and let people know you back on the show, man. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Anthony Beck here, a.k.a. Ace Wade. I'm back in the building, ready to talk some football. Even though y'all got to excuse me a little bit, I'm a little bit disappointed. My, my Cowboys disappointed me this year, so... <laughs> Oh, here, here we go. Uh, I'm here hurt. We I'm hurt. Glad you won, but but oh, I had to put my man. faith in the Giants, and of course they failed me. <laughs> here we go. Oh man, but uh, we ain't, we ain't talking no Cowboys right now, bro. <laughs> right now, first first things first. Um, we're gonna start it off this way. First things first, we all saw what happened on yesterday. College football playoff semifinal games. I mean, everybody expected LSU to blow Oklahoma out. Let's let's be real. If y'all thought Oklahoma had a chance, y'all ain't really watching football. Um, I got but, a question. I have a question about go, uh, about Oklahoma. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Like, okay, we all know Lincoln Riley. He's a you know he's one of the best play callers in college football. We not going debate that we know that top five one one of the best but do you think he's reached his ceiling in college football do you think it's time for him to take an NFL job because honestly if he keep on you know this same mentality like the defense I mean defense is just bad I mean it'll it'll get you by in the big 12 but when it's time to play them big boys like 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 we saw yesterday against LSU, I mean, it's only so much your offense can do when they face physicality. So yeah, I got yeah. So like, do y'all think he's reached his limit in the uh, not limit, but his ceiling in the, in the uh, college football? I think he has. I really think he has because, I mean, if y'all watched the game yesterday, 
like you said, you saw if if you can't if you ain't got no defense playing against a team with an offense like that, that's the result you're going to end up getting right there. I think he's reached his ceiling. I mean, he's won the Big Twelve. What every year he's been the coach. So I mean, when you play the LSU's, the Alabama's, the Clemson's, Ohio State's, they just don't match up well with them teams. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you hit it. You hit it right with that last point. They don't match up well. Um, everybody, everybody knew that. We we saw Oklahoma struggle in games this year, um, and it really wasn't because of their defense. The defense was improved, but it wasn't to the standard of a championship level team. And when your offense downgrades, it's not to say that Jalen Hurts is a bad quarterback, but come on now. You went from, from Kyler from Murray, Murray to Jalen Hurts. That's a I downgrade. mean, I think Rattler is going to be way better than Hurts, but I mean, it, it I won't. Jalen, he only got he only got one year and he's not the greatest passer. I mean, Spencer won't duplicate what Jalen did on the ground. But yeah. passing wise, that that team should take off. I mean, you are losing Ceedee Lamb, um, Rambo. He has to decide what he's going to do. Um, but Spencer Rattler is definitely a better passer. He's more in the mold of Baker Mayfield towards towards that, where he's going to throw it more than he's going to run. He yeah. can run, but he's definitely probably going to be the best passer that that. Lincoln Riley has had at Oklahoma since he became the head coach. Like he's I, a better, he's a better passer than than Baker Mayfield, and I think he's a better passer than Kyler Murray too. I I agree with that. He he he's he can sling the football. I definitely agree with that. He's mobile. He can extend plays too. So, but let's let's be honest. Nobody expected Oklahoma to have a chance in that game. Nah, I know. I, I mean that that secondary nah. held. Up. Held up as best they could. I mean, they they double teamed Jamar Chase, which I thought was stupid all game. And you let yeah. Justin Jackson get one on one in a slot versus safeties, and then Bookie decides he wants to lunge at running backs and stuff. So yeah, be selfish. Um, uh, but we've seen that from him all season. Um, so it's it's not like they really had a chance. Um, I didn't expect. Joe Burrow to have that type of game, but when they said that Clyde Edwards Hilaire wasn't fully healthy and he might not even play, then I then I was like, yeah, Joe Burrow probably gonna go off because they can't stop it. So, I mean, it's one of those things. We saw LSU put up big numbers all year, um, and we know Oklahoma that they haven't won a playoff game in the the last couple times they got there. The only the last Big 12 team to win a playoff game, well, they haven't won any playoff games. The last one to win an actual uh, championship was Texas in mm-hmm. 05. Ooh, so, hey, man. Hey, man. That, that, that's 14, 15 years ago, bro. So it's not like they're just this dominant conference. They're always going to put up numbers. If you can't put up numbers in the Big 12, then – you don't need to be a quarterback or or a coach, really. Um, so, do you think? Let me let me let me uh, piggyback on what you said. Do you think going forward that, like, if it's another situation, how it was this season where you got a one loss Big Twelve team? You know, you know they won a conference, and say for example, it come down to, let's just say, like. 
another SEC team that that mess around and lose in the SEC championship. Do you think they'll let the one loss team in the SEC championship in, or you think they'll let the Big Twelve champion with one loss? After what we saw oh. yesterday, you got you got to go to the SEC. They probably gonna consider that SEC team. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, really, I don't see why not. I'm not trying to be a homer or nothing like that, bro. Like, you know, we we Florida fans and everything. But you can't tell you nobody can tell me that if you put a Florida team, put put the Florida team on the field yesterday, we wouldn't have played them way better. Cause I mean, we already didn't played LSU better than Oklahoma did. But hey, I mean, I'm just saying. Look, all I'm all I'm gonna say on that is we would have gave them a better game. We probably but still would have lost. But the, but the way they rolling right now, they probably would have still beat us by 17 plus. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they probably I'm, would. But we would have, be, like you said, put up a better fight. Yeah, we, you know, we yeah. Imagine, first of all, we already played them. And we the only team yeah. that really went toe-for-toe with them. And we still lost by two touchdowns. But we, we, we would have put up a better fight against them because we match up a lot better than any other team do. We the only team... That um that was that had a lead out on him, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, and that was in the third quarter. I could be wrong on that because I remember we was up 28-21. We got the ball, and LaMichael Piron had caught caught a pass, and he I think he gained like 10, 15 yards or something like that, but they got called back on, on a holding call. Then after that, they went 21-0. Like, so. Yeah, I, I think we was because <sighs> um, I don't think Alabama ever led against them. No, I think they was about to until Tua fumbled. Yeah. So, I mean, but uh, what about the Clemson and Ohio State game, man? What y'all thought about that? Perfect, perfect game. Yeah. Everything we everything we expected up until up until Sean Wade got ejected. Let's let's be honest. That's when the game changed. Like. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, State, that changed the whole game. Ohio State did miss some opportunities. Dobbins dropped the the touchdown passes. I understand that, um, but Sean Wade shouldn't have been kicked out of that game. That was a legal hit. Um, Trevor Lawrence ducked on it. It's nothing Sean could have did differently in that situation. Like, and Ohio State was about to get the ball back. They were up thirteen nothing after that penalty. Clemson scored. Actually, it was it was, it was it sixteen nothing. Yeah, it was sixteen nothing, and then Ohio, uh, Clemson scored fourteen straight points right before halftime. Like that changed the complexion of that game, really. Um, but but Ohio State still had a chance. Olave just I I I, I can't understand what you're doing, man. Like it's like you know, a brain fart right there. I understand it's a long developing play. But run your route all the way through, then break it off after you figure out that oh the ball is not coming my way. Like I I I can't understand that. I mean, and, watch yeah and, yeah yeah yeah. And I'm gonna speak from a position of you know playing the position because I played wide receiver, and not only did he stop on the route, he ran the wrong route because if you look at it, he was spending to run the corner, and Justin Fields threw the post route. <laughs> So, the safety was right there. If he runs the right route, you at least have a chance to break that up and keep from catching the ball. You gave yourself another play. But, right. he, like I said, not only did he stop, but he ran the wrong route. So, 
I looked at that interception and said, you know, that that's not Fields' fault. That's the receiver because, you know, like, like I say, ran the wrong round. He just, he kind of, you can tell he kind of stopped. He kind of slowed up a little bit. And once he did that, it was like, you, you could tell he was just indecisive. Like, you didn't know what he was doing right there. I was shocked by it because he's been, like, their most, one of their most dependable receivers this season. Yeah. And and so like with that, but one of the plays that um that messed that had messed me up was when Akuda like it was a fumble. I, I mean I, I know y'all seen it if y'all saw the game, but it was a fumble, but they called it an incomplete. And you know they safety Jordan Fuller he um he had returned for a touchdown, but then they called it back because they said um it was just an incomplete pass. Because Akuda had, you know, hit the ball out of the receiver for Clemson hands. And, you know, they would have been up. They would have been up by 2, 21, 23, assuming he hit the field goal. But I feel like that was another play that kind of messed them up. But, I mean, I kind of felt like that wasn't a fumble, to be honest, because, like, you, he's still kind of trying to pull the ball in, but he never really made a move. I felt like he was being pulled, and then the ball just came out. He just knocked the ball out. I kind of felt like it's one of those plays where it could go either way. Yeah, it could go either way. I thought it was a fumble, but it could go either way. But, I mean, it happens. I mean, shit. I felt like with Clemson, man, like, they was down, but I never thought they was out because, like. Because, let's be honest, because of who their quarterback is. That's all, yep. That's a fact. Like, you got to. <laughs> Like to me, I mean, I know everybody probably feel some people probably feel differently, some don't. But he's the best quarterback in college football. I know Joe Burrow, he got the Heisman and everything. Salute him. He had a great year, great offensive line, great running back, great receivers. Joe Brady, you feel me? I, I get all that. But I would rather have Lawrence over Burrow. Yeah. Like like yeah. NFL yeah. NFL NFL potential. All that, but, but didn't didn't I say that before the playoffs started on this on the same exact podcast? I said that if you had to take one player out of every team that you every team in the college football playoff that you wanted to start a team with right now, you taking Trevor Lawrence like that's yeah I I, I know I, I know Lawrence. you got you got Travis Etienne, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Fields, um, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. You got all of them. That's they all great players, but you give me the quarterback who's never lost a college football. Man, it's just something about him, bro. Like, like as a quarterback, it's just certain things he's supposed to have, bro. And he got it, like he got it all. He got the mentality, the leadership. He got the arm, command of the offense. He got everything. Like he's he's mobile. People thought he was just a statue in the pocket. Like, the man can make every throw. Like, last year, if he would have came out, like, just, you know, just if if it was to happen. If he would have came out, I would have been all for it. Like, as a quarterback, coming out in the, in the draft, I would have been all for it. Get me him, first round, top ten. That dude is, like, he's legit, bro. Like, he's legit. And they finally let him run. I mean, that was the one thing he really – I mean, he did it a little bit this year, but, like, yesterday, last night, like, they really, really let him run. And when he had a seven-yard touchdown run, I mean, they had already scored before, but that 
kind of really ignited the team. Yeah, that, just, yeah, that, yeah, that changed the game. That, that changed, I don't know. That helped change the game right there. I don't know why people thought he was he was unable to to be a runner. Like, have you watched? Have, I don't think people actually watched Trevor Lawrence play football before last year. Like, if you ever thought that Trevor Lawrence just couldn't run. You didn't watch him play football throughout high school. Yeah, because exactly. he ran exactly. about 15, 16 times a game in high school. Just watching this him. man. Like, this man is literally he's a he's a legit four, five, four, six player. Like yeah, it, yeah. He can, it's not that he's not mobile. He just doesn't have to. Like when you got yeah. that scheme and those receivers, and that's in it, man. Why man, would man, I have man. to put myself at risk? Like that's just like same thing with Joe Burrow. People think Joe Burrow can't run. He can until, run. He can until run you, until you chasing him. Like <laughs> my thing is with Lawrence, a lot of people was was uh, writing him off because you know he struggled early on in the season. But I never like me as a fan. Like I saw people like even you know fans and and our fan nah, base. Nah, call it call it call it like it is. You saw. I'm, 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 I'm about to get there. I'm about you to saw get there. Florida fans. Florida fans. They was yeah. comparing. They was comparing Kyle Trask. Who has done a good job? I'm gonna just put that out there because I don't want nobody to come in my DM. He has done a good job of what he has been handled at Florida. But for y'all to compare this man to Trevor Lawrence because they had you know similar stats when Lawrence struggled early on in the season, that y'all are crazy. Like y'all are crazy for that. Like, but anyway, um. Yeah, but like you were saying, like yeah, he's a legit four five, four six guy. I I say in that range four six. Um, but but uh, I'm really curious to see that matchup, that Clemson offense versus that LSU defense. I wanna I wanna see the opposite, the LSU offense versus the Clemson defense. That's that's what I wanna see, because it's already being it's already being billed as. Oh, uh, LSU unstoppable. Clemson Already, Clemson couldn't stop Ohio State. Uh, Dobbins was running all over him, which he was. Um, but at the end of the day, Clemson made the stops when they needed to, and they got the win. I'm gonna say this now: they are getting the same type of disrespect they got last year when they was going against Bama. And was that, crazy that thing, is, and, I ain't gonna, and, I ain't gonna lie, that is true because I was, I yep. was one of. And I the crazy, think, I didn't think Clemson had a chance. And the crazy part, I thought Alabama was gonna run right through them. And, the, to be and the, I, I picked Clemson last year, but in the and but with in this situation, you know, they've been there before. They like, okay, okay, they writing us off again. We the national champs, but they still writing us off. But I mean. LSU, they've had a great season. They're more battle tested, obviously. You know, they beat Auburn, Florida, Alabama. I'm not even going to mention the other team in the SEC because that was just a disgrace what they did to them. But, um, yeah, they, they just more battle tested. But Clemson, like, it's like they get hot at the right time. They, it's like they struggle on, they struggle early in the season. They do just enough to win, but late in the season they start hitting their stride, and then when they in the playoffs, it's like don't nobody want to play them because of that six six, two twenty guy who they got at quarterback. So it's just 
it's just going to be amazing to watch. I hope it's a good game. I'm assuming it's going to be a good game. I don't want no blowout, but you never know. If we if we be if we being honest, I don't think either team is going to really be able to stop the other. Like I I really even though LSU's defense is improved and like I told people earlier in the season when they were they were clowning LSU's defense, especially after we played them, and I told them this is going to be one of the best defenses we play all year. Um, they were like, well, how? We put up 28, Kyle Trask threw for 300. Like, just wait until that defense hit their stride, which they have. But this is a this is basically, basically Alabama again for LSU defense with the – Similar type receivers, not not as skilled, but just as talented. Um, probably a better running game, um, mm-hmm. and a better better and healthier quarterback. So, I mean, I think this is the difference, though. I mean, I agree that Clemson st- they still getting written off, they still getting dishes, but the difference between this LSU offense and Alabama's offense last year. Alabama always tried – they was always trying to hit the big play, right? LSU, they can do that, but they don't have to. They can kind of hit the intermediate throws, hit the checkdowns, and methodically beat you like that and then go for a big play. Yeah. So, I think offensively, they a little bit more balanced than what Alabama was last year. So, I think that's what's going to make it a much better game. Because if you watch last year's game, Alabama kept trying to hit the big play, and it killed them. That's – that's pretty much what the Alabama offense is, man. It's like it's either going to be a RPO or a slant or, you know, shit like that. I mean, I'm not knocking it, but, I mean, you got three – you got three <clears> – excuse me, you got three first-round receivers, bro. Like, it's – If we're going to be honest, last last year, Alabama wasn't – at the end of the season, they weren't playing their best. If If we remember, like, they struggled – um, SEC championship game versus Georgia. They should have lost Tua, that game. Tua got hurt first semifinal game. Jalen Hurts had to save him. Um, so like, it's they they were struggling, and if you're struggling against, me, not I'm not gonna say mediocre teams, but opponents that you should beat with without many issues, and you go up against Brent Venables, who's one of the top defensive coordinators in the country. Um, he's gonna make you pay for it. Um, and they 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 pulled it off last year. Um, but like I said, this is gonna be the matchup. Really, every, most of America wanted to see. I wanted to see Ohio State because I like their defense and the way they match up. Um, them being at the line of scrimmage and press man most of the game. So I I wanted to see that matchup. But I'm not mad about it. Just Clemson, man. I'm I'm not gonna be mad. The the major difference is the game is being played in New Orleans. Hey so, man, that hey, listen. All I'm gonna say that's is, a huge difference. That, right I'm, there. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know this now. That don't have like y'all like you saying it has something. It's a factor, but with just this team, bro, like with Clemson and just how strong mentally they are, bro. I'm bro, telling we, you, I don't. We, no, you you not. A, I know how mentally strong Clemson is, man. But bro, you are talking about LSU. Playing in New Orleans, 
That's a this home is, game for this LSU. Is a home game. The bro. the last time this, the crowd will be 70 30 LSU fans. The, over country, the, that's cool. I mean, I know this old and everything, but the last time they played in New Orleans, they ain't even get to the fifties. They got their ass beat. So yeah, but they whole, was playing. They was playing somebody that they had already played like three weeks prior to that. Yeah, that's true. And that Alabama we knew Alabama much knew, better than this Clemson. Team. We knew Alabama. Alabama lost Man. nine six. We knew Alabama. Was probably gonna win that game no matter what. That is true. That is true. I, I agree with y'all on that one. But, but it's I, just something about it's it's just something about Clemson, man. Like I I, I like Clemson. I just it's don't just something think, about I just him, think this is LSU's year. Like this is their year. This nobody's. Let's be honest. Nobody saw this coming from LSU. Let's let's just be honest. Nope, nobody. Has. I definitely did. No, we we. I definitely did. But but my thing is, you know, my thing is with the whole LSU and Clemson thing is that, you know, LSU they have a great offense. Um, they have their defense starting. You know, their defense starting to hit their stride because everybody's starting to get healthy. Like I said, man, Clemson they just hit that stride at the right time. And they've been here before. Like y'all said, yeah, it's New Orleans. It's going to be like a 70-30, whatever, for LSU. But Clemson, they they, they the champs. A lot of people sleeping on them just because LSU is, is the sexy pick around America. But Trevor Lawrence, whenever you got Trevor Lawrence on your team, you you just got you just got to feel comfortable with, with the outcome that you're going to win. So, Definitely, bro. Like, I trust me. I I understand where you're coming from, bro. Like, I I said it. If you got to take one player, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. No matter who's out there, it doesn't matter. I'm taking but, Trevor Lawrence. But but I'm gonna I'm say still, this. I still think LSU is gonna win, and it it I, hurts. It hurts me to say that, bro. Like, I like. Y'all don't I understand. mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it. Hey, man. I have a. Well, I ain't gonna say it right now. It's, I'm gonna just let it happen. If it happened, then y'all will see it. But Clemson, I'm gonna just say this. Well, obviously, y'all know I'm picking Clemson. I'm assuming y'all picking LSU, which is cool. I like. I feel I like I'm the only. I feel like I'm the only one in Florida Twitter, well, in Gator Twitter, that's picking Clemson. Everybody else picking LSU. I ain't picking either one, but I believe LSU gonna win. I don't want them niggas to win, but like I just think it I just think it's their time. Even though Clemson is battle tested, most of these players been there before. You got the best quarterback in college football. One of the best running backs. Arguably top three running back. I mean he playing he he playing against a school that recruited didn't him. Really up, recruit that they that didn't really yeah, that didn't really recruit him. And he playing back at home. And he playing um, from Louisiana, so. So, I, I, I just think it's going to be a shootout kind of in that um, kind of in that 52-45 range. I, I feel like it's going to be that. Because I don't think it, either it one could, of these teams can stop the other one. Like, I really don't. I want to see that same type of situation while I saw with Clemson in Ohio State. I want to see – one of the teams get the ball last for like three minutes left, and and for example, let's say let's I'm say a, I, I'm gonna just say 
Trevor Lawrence better not have the ball left. If he do, it's, it, uh, uh, I'm telling you, uh, man, listen. If I'll, he has the ball last, it's and over. they have a chance to win it, it's over. I, I'm sorry for LSU fans. That, That's all man, doing. listen. That man lived for the moment, bro. I don't pick. Okay, how many rings Clemson got? They got, okay, they got, they beat they got, they got two in the last three years. They got two in the last three years. They got one with Watson. They got one with Lawrence. Okay, and they and they went and they went the year before they won with Watson, but they lost. So, okay. So, in this year, they the underdogs. So I, it's hey man, it, it don't get no better than this. A lot of people feel like Ohio State was the better team, but I mean, if we being honest, yeah, if we were, being, if we being honest, they were. It's a lot of things went wrong, but at the end of the day, at the wrong time, at the wrong time. But at the end yeah. of and you hey, know that's, that's football. Football, man, the ball bounced your way. Sometimes it don't. It, it didn't bounce their way that night. They had opportunities. They didn't capitalize. So, but I do think we got what we got. I do think they'll be back in that same situation next year. I say ain't nobody, ain't no, ain't nobody in the big team beating them. Nobody. Now, see, y'all, I don't. Y'all, I think. Go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. And my bad. See, it seemed like if you said if Trevor Lawrence get the ball last, you know they're gonna win, right? Yeah, that's I, would, I would agree. It would seem that way. But here's the. Y'all gonna think I'm crazy for this? As inconsistent as LSU defense has been all year, I honestly one time where they made the biggest play of the game. Somebody ended up stepping up and getting a big intercession to seal the deal for him right there. I honestly could see that happening. Where I mean, Clemson they, they, driving they, down they, the field and all of a sudden, boom, they defense make they a play made, right there. But they, they made those plays all year, so it wouldn't be surprising. I mean, they made it against Kyle Trask. Um, they made that play against um they made that play against Texas. Um they even made the play against Alabama. Game was forty. It was forty, not forty-five, forty-one, because Alabama scored late. But it was. It was um, I think. 40, I think 30, it was forty-six. It was thirty. No, nah, it was. It was 38-33. and uh, Alabama had the ball. Oh yeah. And LSU came up with a stop and then scored, and and got to uh forty-six, I believe. So. We've seen them make the plays all all year, so it wouldn't be surprising that they made it. But it's just something about Trevor Lawrence in them situations, bro. Like we we've seen him in his career over and over. Like Clemson has been in close games. Like it's this, not that they they haven't blown everybody out. That's what they've I'm blown saying. a lot of teams out. That's but what that's what I'm when, saying. When they got in close games and it came down to Trevor making a play, he makes it. I haven't seen him fail in no. I mean, he's undefeated as a college quarterback, like so. Obviously, he hasn't failed at much of anything, really. That is so, that. That is what I'm saying. It's like, that, so like it's, I, it's it's basically coming down to: Are we gonna have the Cinderella story of LSU, or is Clemson going gonna eclipse that Alabama dynasty? That's basically what it is. I don't – my thing is, you know, like you just said, uh, Lawrence, he's come through. I mean, 
like I said, they hit their stride at the right time. They struggle early on in the season with with ACC teams who are terrible, and, and people tend to write them off. But they always they always beat them, and towards the end, towards the you know the last part of their schedule, they hit their stride. But but on the LSU part, um, I want to see. I, I I really want to see, you know, Stingley, Fulton versus Ross and Higgins. I need I want to see Ross I want to see Ross make a like make a real impact because last game he wasn't really like he been he been quiet all he, that's what I'm saying he only he ain't even I think he had like 792 yards he had like eight touchdowns though average 13 yards per catch that ain't that ain't too bad but I thought he would at least get like. Close to a thousand. Higgins after, after after his performance in the playoffs last year, bro, I thought he was I gonna go crazy. Him, I expected him to take off. Man. I thought he was he gonna go crazy, quiet, but this is the time for him to wake up. I that's guess. what that's, that's what I'm saying. And you know, Higgins didn't even have a thousand of a uh, Higgins didn't even have a thousand yards this year. But I mean, they just hit. They, they, they hit. The, that's what I'm saying. They've been there and. The engine of that, the engine of that offense, Etn, he like, man, that, that extra gear. Once he get in that secondary, man, you might as well just give it up, man. You ain't, you're not catching them. So that's how I feel about them. It's all this game, all game, all about matchups, bro. That's that's all it's about. Can you get your playmakers in space? And can they win the one-on-one matchups against the other team playmakers? I want to know what Clemson is going to do with Isaiah Simmons. That's that's what I want to know. That he, he gonna have to be everywhere. He I think he's gonna play more in coverage this game. My thing, you can do a lot with him. You like you, you can do a lot with him because he's very versatile and he he's a hybrid. So you can do a lot with him. I think you know he played his ass off against uh, Ohio State. He had a hell of a game. He he definitely did. He was every he I, was everywhere. I, think, I don't think he's gonna be in coverage that much. I think they're gonna deploy him more as the the spy for Joe Burrow because like that entire that defense is fast, but he's the only one that can really take off and keep up with him as far as those that can play just everywhere on the field. Like you can. Leave him on Clyde Hilaire Edwards sometimes in coverage. You can let him spy. You can let him blitz. Or you can leave him in, in deep middle and let him make plays. Right. Which I don't think they're going to let him do that that often. I think he's going to be more towards the line of scrimmage. And he's just going to have he's gonna have to be an athlete. He's going to have to prove that he's worthy of that top ten pick that people are talking about. And – He's been playing like it, man. He stepped he stepped up in a major way against Ohio State. Um it's that they just come up they just come up with plays, bro. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what Dabo sold to the devil. Bro, or, or, or that what, that but, is uh, that that is why I am so sold on Clemson this game, even with everything against them. They in New Orleans and all this borough playing high and Ed O. He he talking about eating more crawfish and shit like that. All that sound cool, but bro, they done been here before. They know what it takes. I just I just can't go against that that LSU that LSU offense has proved me wrong time and time again. They 
they've they've proved they've proved a lot of people wrong. But I I gotta I gotta see my boy get the ring, man. Even though he an LSU receiver, uh, I I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Man, here here's my X factor for the game though, and because we ain't mentioned him yet. Thaddeus Moss. I think he's the X factor in this game. I think you're gonna see him a little bit more because I think he could be a matchup problem. Because with Isaiah Simmons, he's the other X factor for Clemson on defense. But who's gonna cover Thaddeus Moss? Because if you put Simmons on him, that could open up a lot of other things for um, LSU's offense. Like Clyde Edwards, he might to slip out and catch a pass out the backfield, or you know. I, I like can, I like I like that is he he probably the best tight end LSU had in a while, but in this game, I don't think he the X factor at all. I I think whoever is lined up across from um, number one from Clemson is the X factor. If he can't cover them, they gonna they gonna be in trouble. That means AJ so Terrell we, will have a busy night. We know, we know what I like, AJ Terrell. We seen yeah. AJ Terrell in the playoffs. Before. I like Terrell. I like, um, I like their corners, man. I like Clemson corners. He's, he's gonna be tough. He's gonna be up at the line of scrimmage. Um, the only way you're gonna beat him is if you're throwing the ball down the field with speedy receivers. Um, LSU has some speed, but they're not just blow the top off type of receivers. So <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be physical, but. Shoe <laughs> receivers. I mean, they got they they are physical themselves. I mean, they if you saw they abused that Oklahoma secondary. I mean, that secondary tried yeah, to get physical. They they, they just won up for it. Let's let's be honest. Oklahoma secondary had no chance. Yeah, no, they did. Like, they did. Like, they did. Let's, let's I feel sorry for no them at one point. Um, but you gotta. For you to have a chance, you got to take something away. Like, you cannot let LSU dictate how the game is going to go. You can't let Joe Burrow sit in the pocket five, six, seven seconds and decide where to go with the ball. You can't let the the running backs go for 150. You got to take something away. Take away the run game, make Joe Burrow make the throws all game. You're not going to stop all, all three of the receivers. I'm sorry, you're not. No, it, you're it's not happening. Somebody so your be best your, your best bet is to stop the running game, keep Joe Burrow in the pocket and make you make him beat you from there. We've seen when he gets outside of the pocket, nobody can stop that offense. Like he is deadly throwing on the run. Mm. Keep him in keep him yeah. in the pocket and make him beat you from there. If he beats you from there, then you had no chance. Right. But if you let him start running around and making plays on the run scrambling for 10, 15 yards and stuff, then you you definitely not winning the game. And if it's a if it's a defensive coordinator who can call up a good game against my field. If it's a defensive it's coordinator Brent that's, 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 that's yeah, going to confuse him. If it's one that's going to confuse him, it's going to have to be Brent Venables. He did it with Tua last year. Um, he did it to Justin Fields in the second half. Uh, he was bringing blitzes from everywhere in that second half. I didn't know who was blitzing. And and it confused that offensive line. He's gonna have to cause some confusion. Um, but we'll we'll see, man. Both both teams should be healthy. They get two weeks to get healthy. Hopefully Clyde Hilaire Edwards is fully healthy. Um and I'm expecting a good game, bro. I'm, ex- I'm expecting a good game myself, man. I yeah, I, I think I, it will be. 
I was, man, I'm, man, I'm thinking about, you know, getting some wings, but, ordering me some yak, watching that crib. So, <laughs> bro, like. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's talk about the team that Clemson blew out um, 62 to 17, a team that we're playing um, in the Orange Bowl, Virginia. Um, that game really shouldn't be a challenge if we are the team that I expect we, we are. Um, it shouldn't be a challenge, but it's it's a bowl game, and you know how things go sometimes. Um, it should be similar to what we did to Michigan last year, somewhere along those lines. But I I, I want to see what team shows up. Um, it's uh Zoo playing. Yeah, he, yeah, he's playing. He's playing. He playing? Uh, Everybody but yeah. CJ playing. Okay, so which he's right. the he's the only guaranteed first rounder, so he should be the only one sitting out. I, I mean, most mock drafts I've seen got him going first round. Some got him going like early second. He he, he going first. He round. he say, going he, first. He about to kill. He, he going first. He gonna kill them combine. He, he the interview process. If, <laughs> if we being if we being honest, if you want somebody that's gonna dominate in man coverage, he is the best. Okuda is right there. Um, but he's the best in man coverage. Okuda's probably the the most complete yeah. corner in the class. Yeah. But if you're talking about just man to man coverage skills, CJ CJ is the best one. And the crazy thing is, like we said, he only been playing corner since he got to Florida. He was a running back. Like he's still learning the position. Most of these guys came in as corners. Okuda was the number one corner in his class. Mm-hmm. Um, Fulton was was number two, I believe, in his class. So, like, they played corner throughout their high school careers. CJ was a running back. He's learning how to actually be a corner. Uh, and he's and, still putting up crazy numbers. And he's doing a hell of a job, too. Even to some of the fans and Gator Twitter who thought, you know, he took a step back this year. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, it, was, it wasn't the gear he had last year, but he still had I, even a, I, a solid even, year. Even I said it, and I had to go back and watch the games and be like, Nah, he was still CJ, even though he we we had him to this high expectation that he was at last year with not giving up a touchdown in two years. Like that's unheard of, bro. Like, like yeah, that is. Like, we we held him to that standard, so like he dropped down a little bit, but it's not like oh he just went crazy and gave up seventy percent completion percentage. Nah, he didn't give up more than fifty four percent this year. Like for those who don't understand, like fifty. That means you break you giving up a completion one every two passes. Like that's still great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. And he only he only gave up two touchdowns, so it's not like he just went out there and oh well, I, I just don't want to. He didn't pull a Vernon. I'm gonna just say that. No, Vern, yeah. Vern, 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 Vern went out there and, and and didn't no, care. No comments. So he didn't he didn't pull that, but. He he was still great, but he, he we all knew he wasn't gonna be that that unstoppable corner this year because His, he knows he has the talent to be a top twenty pick. So you plan not to get hurt. It's, yeah, it's something yeah. that it's something that we shouldn't see, but let's let's be honest, we see it from guys. They they know, um, and when he hurt his ankle the first time, he knew. 
I need to protect myself and my future. So I'm not I'm not mad at him at all. I'm really not. My thing is with that, like, you know, you saw you saw him his freshman year. He he had a he had a decent freshman year. Sophomore year was his best. That was like when he really got his name out there where people really took notice of him. His junior year was just okay. I'm here. I'll show up. But I'm really not trying to get hurt at the especially after he uh hurt his ankle. But I mean, in my opinion, I think he had a solid season. Do I think it was his best? No. But for people to sit up here and say he overrated and he was overhyped, that's just ludicrous. So Yeah, I mean, they don't know football. They say yeah, that. they I don't I'm not really with all that because he was one of he's one of our best players on defense. So, if not the best. So, I mean, hey, it is what it is. But, I mean, we got we got Elam out there now, so I want to see what he going to do. I mean, if, we, if we're going to be real about who our opponent is, I'm not expecting – much you know hey you never know you never don't know no you, you never know you never you never know no. but come on now bro like this is the only team that virginia has actually stopped on defense has been miami and that's like, not every other, <laughs> every other team on that schedule has moved the ball with no problems and they play liberty and old dominion um i'll so, say this though we we can we absolutely cannot let Bryce Perkins get going with his leg. If I see that happen, then we could have a little bit of trouble. Because I mean, let's be honest, that's really the element of his game. We really got to hone in on. I mean, I'm not saying he can't throw the ball because he can, but if we let him get going with his legs, we could have some issues. If if he get going with his legs with the way that we should be playing defense, I mean. We should play 75% man coverage and blitz a lot tomorrow. If we don't, then I'm going to be wondering what is Grantham doing. Like, it's no reason to not leave Marco, Elam, and whoever you want to put out there, whether it's Jaden Hill, um, Chester, or if you want to put Trey Dean on the, on the outside. It doesn't matter. Virginia does not have the weapons that should dominate this matchup. They don't. Like, if you let Bryce Perkins decide what this game is going to be just by running around, then, yeah, Todd Grantham should be let go after the game is over. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, they they scored nine points against Miami. Come on, bro. That is, yeah. My thing is, man, I don't want no slow starts on offense. I don't want to hear – no excuses. I don't want to hear nothing. Nothing at all. We playing Virginia, just like everybody keeps saying on Twitter. We should win by 21-plus. It should not be no slow starts. We should not start off slow. Like, I'm tired of the slow starts. We playing Virginia who's down six starters. So, it's really – it's no excuses. There's no excuses for this offense. I don't want to hear nothing. There's no excuses for this offense. None. None. That's all I'm gonna say. No excuses for this offense. If we if we get off to a slow start, I'm telling you right now, man, listen, game the Twitter gonna explode tomorrow. Yeah, they gonna, gonna explode. It's gonna be QB debate five billion and fifty. <laughs> like everybody gonna say, look, put Emory in now. 
Look, as as for that QB debate, look, I'm saying it right now, and I'm I'm tired of hearing about it. Trash start next year. I don't care what nobody say. I I said it because I'm sick of hearing everything. Trash start next year. Let's leave it at that. This is how I. Yeah. This is how this is how I feel. I told Micah this the other day when he came down here. I told him. I said it's basically like, in my opinion, all this shit is set up for Anthony Richardson just to take it. And I feel like Emory gonna end up transferring. That's just, I'm, that, I don't that's, I don't want to get to that, that, that no more. That, that's I, just I how I feel. Earlier. The first time I said that, people was like, "Well, what you talking about? Uh, he he not going nowhere. It wouldn't make sense for him to leave." Look, bro, people want to play. Yep. Cause look, it's a simple cause look, that. He, because okay, the quarterback Mullen recruited Emory Jones. Trash. That's not Mullen's guy for this offense. So, for 2020, if Emory, you know, yeah. if, if, Trask, if Trask is named the starter and Emory's not, like, in the back of his mind, I'm sure he's looking like, okay, you recruited me. He's your guy. Um, I, he's not better than me, so why is he starting? He So, it's like the offense is better for Emory. So, it's like, that's, that, that's just how I think. In my mind, I would look at it if I was in there. That's just me. Look, uh, look Trask, Trask is starting. Um, he's going to be a top three quarterback in the league next year, starting <laughs> off the year. Um, if Tua comes back, he's definitely number one. And then there's a there's a gap. Um, Trask will probably be number two. And the crazy thing is, number three will probably be John Reese Plumley from Ole Miss. Um I'm not but I'm not it's not it's not it's not that Trask has just been great. SEC quarterback play has never been great. Like we've seen these years from from Tua and and uh Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow this year, but outside of that and Tim Tebow and Cam Newton going crazy, like it's never just been dominating quarterback play in the SEC. It it never has. It's starting to pick up lately, but we don't next year what what great quarterbacks are there in the SEC? Like Jake Bentley has transferred. Somebody um, somebody gonna end up making a name for themselves. That's all it Vanderbilt, is. Vanderbilt Vanderbilt has none. Arkansas has none. Tennessee gotta decide gotta decide what they gonna do with theirs. Bur- uh um, Burrow ain't gonna be there. Burrow gone. Yeah, Burrow gone. Um Kellen Mond, he go he he, he gonna be back. He he done regressed so far that I don't even know if there's any coming back for him. Um, nobody likes Garrett Schrader. Um, John Reese Plumley, he's a good runner. Can he throw the ball? Uh, Auburn Bo Nix, laughable. Um, <laughs> like like let's be honest, it's not great quarterback play. So to say that. Well, Kyle Trask is going to be a top two or three quarterback in the league. That's not. That's not. That's not really. That's not far really, It's not really saying much. Yeah, really. yeah. What you saying is, yeah, it ain't saying much because the SEC Emory, quarterback Emory played Jones, good. Yeah. Emory Jones or Anthony Richardson can step in next year and be Bruh. probably a top two or three. Bro, I'm just listen. I just don't want to get that vision in my head. This man Emory transferring and Florida fans like, damn, we really had Emory. 
Like, we really had Emory, and we let him go, and he, now he flourishing at another school. I'm not. I just, I just, I just don't want to hear the excuses next year. If if Trask is named a starter, which I expect him to be, and we still don't get to Atlanta, I just don't want to hear the excuses no more. Let me ask. Like, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. This this, this is a question for both of y'all. All right. Do y'all think with what we got returning, you know, receivers like you know Cole Pitts, Grimes, they say Tony leaving. Hell, I don't know. But you know, with the offensive line and the running backs we got coming in, and assuming assuming we get a running back, uh, you know, in this class. Please God be given. <laughs> and you know, with whoever come back on defense, do y'all think with who we got at quarterback right now, do y'all think he can take us to Atlanta and win? Mm-hmm. Not just get there. I'm talking about and win. I ain't talking about no. just getting there. No, we not we not winning. No, we, we not, not winning. We not winning the SEC. We still not talented enough for that. So let me we ask not. you. So you think a quarterback of like okay, like Emory will take us over the hump? As I'll as winning real, the yeah. winning the SEC? No. Well, I'll wait, be real, what? I'll be honest. I but would I'm say saying, But look 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 wait wait wait. But look what because I see at, where Corey coming from. But look at what's coming back in the SEC next year. That's all I'm saying. The SEC is not gonna be. They're gonna. It's gonna be. It's still gonna be the best conference. But I'm saying, look at the like the quarterback play that's gonna be there next year. Like Trask is probably. I mean, he will be the best quarterback in the East. He's gonna be top yeah, know, top. I, top I yeah, top two. I top. I, I, I see what Corey's saying. Top, I see yeah, what top he's three. Saying. Top two. Top I three. So, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think Emory or Trask is beating Alabama next year. I don't. But I, <laughs> but I, don't. I just don't. I, like, I think they can. I, don't, I honestly okay. think both of them I can. I look at Bama this year. Yes, they, I don't. They, yes, yes, they had great receivers, good offense. Tua got hurt. But I, Alabama was beatable this year. This I didn't year. look like, okay, that's a that's an Alabama team right there. Like I just looked at them like a good offensive team. Like I feel like yeah, they yeah, they would have beaten us if we would have been on the field with them, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been afraid it wouldn't have been by like much. how I would have been like in the past, like when they had all them other teams. Cause this season they weren't really is I mean, as y'all saw, they weren't really a old fashioned Bama team. Yeah, they were they were definitely beatable. So because... it's like yeah, they might be number one. Going into next year, assuming they get tour back, but no, they they won't they won't be no more. I'm so, no, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the SEC. I'm talking about the SEC. Yeah, they'll 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 be the number one team with with tour back. Like, yeah, they they the number one team. Yeah, you have the you have the second or third best quarterback in the country. Yeah, that's what I'm saying in the SEC. I ain't talking the country, but like us, like I'm saying us on the field with them this year. Would a healthy tour and all that? Yeah, they would have beaten us, but I don't think it would have been a blowout. I think it would have been a, a good close game. But kind of like it what been, LSU did. What it would have been? Yeah, it would have been similar to what LSU. Yeah, did. it would have been like that if we healthy. But um, but next year, like I don't. Nah, if we saying, healthy, like, that it's might a change lot of unknowns. That's all I'm saying. That, that, that's all I'm saying, and we don't, we don't know who gonna be quarterback. Some fans want Emory. Some fans want Trash. Some fans want Emory because he can run. Some Want trash because he's the he's the old fashioned 
prototypical pocket passer, and they like his story from a, what he was like a two star. He didn't really start so in high school, so they rooting for him for that. I mean, he's a good quarterback. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing that story, bro. Like it's it's two stars balling everywhere, bro. Yeah. Justin Jefferson was a two star. He caught two twenty seven full touchdowns. Like we yeah. we don't mention we don't mention him being a two star no more. We just mention him being a dominant receiver. Like here's my thing, bro, with the stars thing. Our fans, they want five stars, but when we can't get them, they want to bitch and whine because we get three stars. But when you see all these other three stars getting off and you know they they setting records, somebody like a like a Jefferson. Shit, I don't even think CD Lamb was that highly recruited. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I don't, I don't think, you, I think like, he was a, a three. They star. fall in love with the five stars, but but when we can't get them, they want to bitch and whine about us getting three our, stars. Our so. best, our best players this season were were three stars and below. Like yep. P Ryan was a P Ryan was a three star. Yeah, I believe Van Jefferson was a three star. Three star. No, Van, uh, Van Jefferson was a four star. He was a four star. So, he, he, he was just was one of them like highly rated yeah, he wasn't, stars. Yeah, he wasn't this great player that everybody thought he was going to be. Um, Zaniga was a three star. Um, Grenard, hey, Reese, Grenard was a three star. Three star. David Reese, I was starting middle linebacker, three star. Yep. Uh, so, like, our best players were Donovan, three Donovan Steiner was a three star. Yeah, we, we want to get. I, I understand wanting to get the five-star players. I understand that. But you got to understand where we are as a program. Like, we're we're trying to build to that point. We're not there. You see you see, you see, see the teams getting the five stars right now. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia. That's L- the teams L- getting the five stars. LSU. And LSU. That's the five stars. Guess what those teams have been doing lately? Winning. Winning, Winning 11 to 12 games. Getting to the SEC championship, getting to their conference championship, and LA, in to the playoffs. Case they're in the playoff this year. I just that's the constant. I just feel like, bro, on offense, we missing that. Like we missing that one solidify. I mean, we have good playmakers, you know, on our offense. You know, Kyle Pitts. That's our most dangerous weapon, in my opinion. Uh, but I feel like we just missing that one. Like that one receiver, like all our receivers, don't get me wrong, they were they were good. It's just Swain, Hammond, Van, and um and um who else was it? Uh who else is saying Cleveland. You know, they all had their moments coming through for us in their careers and stuff like that. But I feel like for this offense to really take off, we really like we need a home run threat. Like a home run threat. So we, we have we have that though. We 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 do have that. The the problem the problem with our offense is we haven't been able to identify a quarterback. That's the whole problem. We can talk about the offense. We can talk about the offensive line. We can talk about who who been who we've been recruiting that receiver. No, we we've been missing that quarterback. That quarterback. Yeah. Us over the hump. That is true. Because even Clemson, during the Mac Wayne Muschamp years, we had great playmakers all over the field. Exactly. Clemson would not be the same team if Kelly Bryant stayed there. No, they would have. Yep, they, they, they would have lost at least two or three games. 
Where, Alabama, yeah, Alabama, yeah. Alabama would have probably been a worse team this year if Jalen Hurts was still there. Facts. Um, yeah. Ohio State is not getting to the college football playoff if Justin Fields is not there. Exactly. Like, you need that quarterback that's going to take you over the hump, and we and, haven't been able to, we haven't been able to find that player since Tebow. And I'm gonna like, be and I'm gonna be real. That's what I'm that's saying. Like, couldn't get tra- over like the I hump. said, like Trash Key's good, but sometimes good is not good enough. But see, that's, so that's, that's why Jordan. I mean, I'm, get over I, the there's hump. no hate on him. I mean, there's no hate on him. I mean, last year, Frank's. New Year's Six Bowl, beat Michigan, salute. This year, New Year's Six Bowl against Virginia. So, I mean. I, I mean, but the, the thing the thing with that comparison is none of us expected Franks to get us to the playoffs. We expected him to get us to – we expected him to get us to Atlanta. Yeah. That yeah. was the goal this year. This is my thing. I feel when like Trash... – You go ahead. You go, go ahead. You go ahead. Now you go ahead. You go ahead. Because when, when Trash stepped in after – after the Kentucky game, and then we got to the Tennessee game, they saw how he played. Everybody started questioning Dan Mullen, like, why wasn't Trav's playing from the beginning? Because he looks like the better quarterback. Yeah. Okay, that's fine to question him. And if you think he's the better quarterback, why are we not still in Atlanta? Like, if we got a better quarterback now, we've got a, a more stingy defense this year than we had last year. People don't realize that our defense statistically was better this year than it was last year. Like yeah, it was just skewed def- because of the LSU game. Yeah, we we were we were better this year than we were last year. So if we got that along with better weapons, um, I understand the O line. If you want to bring up the O line, that's understandable. But our O line last year was worse in pass protection, but they were much better in run blocking. This year, run blocking was terrible. But pass protection, they weren't really a problem. They they struggled against Auburn, but other than that, nobody really got pressure on our quarterbacks. Like yeah, like yeah, when given the time, Trask he was you know he, for the most part, he was successful in the air. In, in most games, he had time to throw. Yeah, he had he had, mo- times, he had, to, he had times to find he receivers. Had time, yeah, he had the time to throw. So it's not like the O line was just terrible. And then you look at the fact that. This is the second year in the system for all our receivers. And last year, we didn't have this Kyle Pitts last year. He, he was on yeah. the roster, yeah, but, but he, he was didn't nothing play. like he was this year. He didn't really so, start start playing towards like the end of the season. So there there shouldn't have been an excuse for us not to get to Atlanta. We we should have beaten Georgia. I don't yeah. care what nobody I don't care what nobody says. We should have this was the year. That we should have beaten Georgia. Yeah, I agree. Next year, next year, I don't. Georgia is losing some pieces, but Jake Fromm has beaten us three years in a row. So if he comes back, what what is stopping him from making it through? I'm gonna say this right now, bro. Fuck all that. We we gotta beat Georgia next year. It's no excuse, bro. It's no. It's really no excuse. Um, because if, if we don't, you know, but you know that our fan base is gonna bring up the excuses, like. That's what we do when we don't get when we don't reach the goals that we're expected to. We bring out excuses. It shouldn't. I, I said it after after we lost to Georgia. I said there was no excuse. Everything was set up. Even though we lost to LSU, we beat Auburn. We had a chance. Everything was in front of us. Yeah, and we went out there and shit the bed. Even though our defense played as badly as they did in that Georgia game, they Georgia still held up. Four points. 
Exactly. They still held up. Why did my offense only have three going into the fourth quarter? Nobody can seem to, nobody can seem to answer that question. Yeah, I know Georgia had a great defense, but we are coming into this game with a top five receiving core. Top five. That's that's what we heard all season long. Mm-hmm. My receiving core was top five. We taking them over all this stuff. Kyle Trask is a better quarterback quarterback than than uh Felipe. He got he got the weapon. So why are we going into the fourth quarter against Georgia with three points? When we had 17 last year, we were up 17 16 in the fourth quarter against Georgia. So, what yeah, happened yeah. this year? Yeah. And, and here's the thing about the quarterback thing you know, people, like you said, and people, the crazy part about it is Franks ain't even play good against Georgia, and we still had a lead. And, and, pe- and people started questioning Mullen after the, um, you know, when Trash so, got in there, like mm-hmm. you said, and, um, Here's my thing about it. Why question him? It's the reason why Franks was starting. And here's the thing. People don't realize the play calling was completely different for Trask because they know that Franks is a better runner. With Trask in there, we throwing, what, 40, 45 times a game? We didn't do that with Franks. Yo. The one time we did that with Franks was last year against Kentucky, Yo. and we lost. Can you hear yeah, so that's that's what the whole thing is, man. I don't, I really don't, I just don't understand it, man. Like, I just, I just don't like hearing the excuses. That's, that's my whole thing. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. I mean, this, like you said, this was the year we should have beat Georgia. We should have beat Georgia. I don't care what anybody say. We should have beat them. There was no. Us only having three points in the fourth quarter against them. We so now go, go ahead. The defense played about as well as they could have played up to that point. They held on to what 24 points. We should have at least yeah, scored 30 on them. We we should have. We really should have. But it's like I said, it's one of those things, man. And I, I didn't bring up no excuses afterwards because I don't think there should have been any excuses. Um, but it's just one it's one of those things. You, you take the good with the bad. Um, but as far as next year, you're looking at our offense, you're losing Pete Ryan, who was a workhorse, man. Like when I say workhorse, I mean he did everything. Running the ball when there was no running lanes for him, catching the ball out the backfield, pass blocking. Um, you're going from him, you're going to Damian Pierce being your number one. There is a drop off, even though Pierce looked good at, at certain times, there's going to be a drop off. Um, you're losing four receivers. Well, it could be five with, with Tony, we don't know. Um, so losing five receivers that all play significant time, um, there's going to be some drop-off there as well, even though you got talent behind them. And then the last thing, you're talking about um, the O-line. I think the O-line will be better. Um, I don't know how much better, but I do think it'll be better second year in with some of the same guys. But it's it's, it's tough. I I don't know. Yeah, I think the O line will be better. And um, honestly, 
I mean, yeah, that was one of our that was one of our downfalls in the year, the offensive line. But even still, I mean, when we had when the quarterbacks had protection, it was some plays that you know we should have made. You know, against Georgia, like my my thing was what, what play? I think it was like we went for it on fourth down early in the game, and we didn't get it. It that was just it was just little things like that 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 killed us in that game. And and I don't I don't put it all on the quarterback because it's not all his fault. I I question Dan Mullins' play calling in in that game as well. Um, but it's a collective effort. Like we we had the pieces. You have the talent. Um, even though it's not the talent that you wanted, it's still good talent. They proved it in the game against Auburn. You showed the talent. LSU game, we showed the talent. So there's, there shouldn't have been an excuse for us to come out and have that type of game. Now, I'm, I'm expecting it to be better next year, um, but it's just how much better can this team be when they're losing key pieces and you're going to have a lot of unknowns. That's my whole thing. So um, I just – until we can get over that Georgia hump, man, it's just I I don't I don't really know what to think. I, I still think Mullen is is a great coach. I think he's for the job, but we we gotta get over that Georgia hump, man. Like we'll never know how great we can be until we cross that until we can say. And and here's the thing. We thought this year was the year to beat them, and it was. If we thought that this year, next year is definitely the year to beat them. With what they're losing, you know, I, I, I honestly expect Fromm to go pro. I don't know if he should, but I expect him to. And we'll just have to see who they pick up at quarterback because you know they're going to go out there quarterback in the transfer portal because I don't think they trust anybody on the roster right now after Fromm. And they definitely not gonna put it in the hands of a true freshman. Because if they end up having to do that, then you gonna you'll know that they in tr- either one of two things: either they in trouble, or they must expect this kid to come in and and be just this great player for them. I I just I I don't know, but it's all everything starts. On tomorrow night, that's well Monday night. That's all I can say. Um, we're gonna see a lot of guys play because it's a bowl game. You might see some guys that you don't you wouldn't expect to play, um, but since they still have a game where they can still redshirt, might see some guys out there get an opportunity. Um, but realistically, um, this Virginia team shouldn't pose a challenge. They should. should like I said, it should be similar to what we did to Michigan in the bowl game last year. Um somewhere it, along it the honestly line. should be worse than that. It should, but you know, you know how we are sometimes. Yeah. So I didn't want to just go out and say we should just put up sixty like Clemson did, because we're not them. But yeah. I just I just want to get a win and get some more momentum and get to the, the January official visit period where it could be a big month for us. Very, 
Very big. That's all I'm going to say on that. I ain't going to go into detail. But um, it could be a very big month for us. Yeah, it, it could be and it should be. I mean, but, but let's be real. It's, it's set up for a big finish this past signing period, and we all know what happened. I ain't going to go into detail. We all know what happened. But let's just get a win Monday night. Beat this team the way we're supposed to beat them. And like you said, go into the January recruiting period, official visit period, with some momentum. And we're going to have two running backs visit during that time. So hopefully we can get a commitment out of one of them. I like both of them. I watch film with both of them. I think they'll, they'll both be great players at the next level. But let's just see if we can land one of them. I watch more film on... This a shot Clayton guy that you've been you've been saying for the longest time we should recruit. I will give you credit on that. You have been saying that. I watch more film on him, and I honestly believe I believe LSU is making a mistake not recruiting him. This this is the thing, and I I didn't even know I didn't even know where this story came from, but it came out um, as far as his recruitment goes. He was ready to commit to LSU, um, and they wouldn't accept his commitment. Because um, oh. for those that for those that didn't know, um, before his junior year, he actually hurt his knee, but he played through it. He actually had torn his meniscus, but he played through it. Um, played through it. He wanted to get the surgery after the season. Decided not to get it after his junior year ran track on it, um, played spring ball, then got it the summer of going into his senior year. So all this summer he had to sit out um, because of the torn meniscus, and he didn't come back really healthy until, like, game four of their high school season. And by that time, by game five, they were one and four, like, this is I'm talking about a team that came off a state championship run last year. They didn't win. They were the runner-up. Um, but they were one and four, mainly because, I mean, you lose a four-star running back, and you're going to struggle. So, But he, he wanted to commit to LSU. They told him no because they didn't know how he was going to recover from the knee injury. Um, him and his mom actually went to LSU's campus with um, pictures of the injury, with x-rays from the injury, and brought it to the coaches and let them know the timetable and that he was going to be back healthy. And they still would not accept him committing. So that's why he's not committed to LSU. LSU is his childhood dream school, but they denied his commitment. So even if they were to come back into the picture late and say, oh, well, let's try to get him, he would say no because they have running backs in the class, but also because because of that situation. They, like they burned mom, the bridge. His mom doesn't even trust LSU anymore. So that's why they have no chance. And I'm not going to say this other player's name, but that's why they have no chance with this other player um, that people are going to find out later on as well. I've been talking about him for a while. If if you follow my Twitter, then you know who I'm talking about. Um but they have no chance with him as well because of that situation. Um, 
So LSU burnt that bridge, which, I mean, that's going to happen. But to do it to a talent like that in your backyard, um, it resonates. So that's why he committed to Colorado, because the vibe was so great there. But he's not fully committed there. Like, there are still teams out there that can go and get him. But we're his only official visit set up for the month of January for right now. He might he might schedule another one, but we're the only other one that's scheduled. So he he can be had. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Whether the coaches decide to push for that, that's that's up to them. I I can't make that decision for him. But I have, like you said, I have been saying that we should recruit him for a while. Um, the guy just plays ball, man. He's a legit 4-4 type kid. Um, he's not really shifty, which I expect because he's coming off the torn meniscus. It's going to take him some time. Um, but arm tackles, you're not taking him down. He's literally six foot, um, probably 205 right now. So you you better come with it because he's going to run through your chest. That's that's – that's all I can say about him, man. He he's gonna run through you. If you watch his film, he's not afraid of contact. And when he gets into the open field, it's tough to catch him. So And that's like I why said, I would love to for those him. Yeah, for those that for those fans that say he's not a, a Florida caliber running back, you might want to go watch again. Um yeah. and he plays in the toughest, I think it's the toughest classification in Louisiana. Um, 4A. He ran through that state playoffs. He didn't have less than 221 rushing yards in any game in the playoffs. He run, I believe he rushed for 1,300 yards in the five playoff games. So, I mean, that take take with that what you will. That's all. That's all I can say about that. And that's why I want to have him because what better way to get back at LSU than to go to a school like Florida, knowing you're going to play them for the next three years. And you can pretty much, you can pretty much dominate against them the next three years and basically make them feel you make them realize, okay, we made a mistake, not recruiting them. True. True. So we'll, we'll see. But like I said, man, it's January, January could be a, Another big recruiting period for us. I know the coach is not done. Um, they're going to dig into the portal as well. We already had a receiver on he, campus. Here's some things about that in, as well. So in the portal. We, we in great shape for shorter. I'm going to say that. I, I'm going to say this. I don't like him. That's, that, I'm going to say that. Um, I like the, the physical traits. Um, big physical receiver. He looks dominant but he just doesn't play like it he looks like Tarzan plays like Jane um <laughs> whoa the the hands are not great um and he's he's had some issues with his weight he was all the way up to about 250 pounds while he was at Penn State so I I, I don't I think uh, if Savage get a hold of him that that'll change real quick it it could, but that's that's, that's, that's to get him right. That's that's one of those things that's all up to the to the kid. That's that's up to him. If he wants to come in, put in the work, then they'll give him a shot. 
which if he wants to come in and put in the work, I'm not going to say no. I just got to see it before I just go out and say he's going to be a difference maker for us because I, I haven't I haven't seen it yet. I watched some of his games at, at Penn State, and it was just like you got the physical tools to be dominant. You were the number eight overall recruit in the class. Like they obviously saw that you could be a dominant player in the future, but you just don't play like it. And he played small at times. It was a game against Minnesota this year, um, which he was going up against the safety who led the led the college football nation in interceptions, Antoine Winfield Jr. I understand that, but you're six five. He's like five ten. Like you, you can you gotta out you gotta out jump him. You cannot let him out jump you on a jump ball. Like I understand everybody say sizes and everything, but come on, bro. You you six five. You six five and you two twenty five somewhere around that range. Come on, man. You you cannot allow him to out jump you on a jump ball situation where your quarterback is trusting you to make a play, and that that happens. So it's it's just things like that, man. We. Some of us, some people in the fan base said the same thing about Grimes. They were like, well, he's, he's 6'3", uh, 2, 215, 220, plays like a smaller receiver because he's not going up for the jump ball. So why would we take somebody else who plays similar to him when we can just find another receiver in a recruiting class and build him up, which there were other receivers. We just – yeah, with I'm, that, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop on that. <laughs> I'm gonna stop on that. Nah, you you can say it now. Nah. You can. We can nah, be real. You can say it now. Nah. I'm gonna stop. So, some keep, people, if, some people ain't pulling up. They wait. If I keep going, I'm I'm a I'm a go off on the coaches, and I don't want to do that to me, man. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I I can understand. Well, I just say some it's certain ones that ain't holding up their end of the bargain. I just say that without naming names. We'll just say that. That's that's true, man. But like like we said, man. Once again, um, we saw the college football playoff national championship. Once again, I believe it's January thirteenth. I believe. Yeah. Uh, Clemson, LSU. Uh, we'll see who takes it home. But Florida plays Virginia in the Orange Bowl. Man, I wish I could go because I I just want to kick it with everybody that's gonna be there. I already heard it's gonna be packed. Um, hopefully we pull out the win, man. Put on a good show for the recruits watching at home, and they feel like they can be a part of this team. And I just, I just want to get into next year, man. See, see what happens, and hopefully we can get to where we expect to be at every single season. Um, but once again, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is the last time we're gonna call this idiots with a podcast. We ain't no idiots, as you heard on this podcast. We we try to spit as many facts as we can. Uh, we going back to real sports talk because that's what we do. Um, we dro- we lost Corey on the call, man. I don't know what happened. Corey just dipped out on us. Nah, he's, he said something happened, so we'll try to figure it out for next time. Maybe next time we'll get D-Mill on the show uh, since he said he was ready. but Got to get him back on him. Can't, can't get in touch with him for, for nothing in the world. But we got my boy on here, man. Mr. We ain't done yet. Um, send send the people off in the right way, man. Just know we ain't done yet. We ain't never gonna be done. I expect us to dominate tomorrow. Everybody that's going to the game, show up, show out. 
And just make sure that y'all make an impact on the game. Make Virginia feel the crowd, too. So let's just go out there and let's do what we're supposed to do. Get that momentum going in the next year. And let's come back next year better, better than ever. Definitely, man. Definitely. We looking forward, man, to the game. Um, Orange Bowl once again, Florida, Virginia. Um, let's get the W, move into next year, and hopefully we can find ourselves playing in one of these one of these college football playoff semifinals next year, man. Um, but like I said, man, once again, this is Idiots with a Podcast. We're going to sign off. Got my boy, man, Anthony, back in the building. He going to sign Ooh. off, man. He, he This is not going to be the last time he's on the podcast, trust me. He might be back on real soon to talk a little bit more recruiting. Um, but once again, yes, sir. This, this your boy, Mike, man. Corey hopped off. D-Mill, who's our third member, man. But we're going to sign off once again. Like we always say, man, y'all be blessed. Have a good one. Happy New Year to everybody, man. That's, that's Happy really New what Year. Say, Happy man. New Year. Ho- hopefully y'all go into the new decade with a renewed mindset and y'all get everything that y'all looking for. Y'all accomplish every goal. Because I set some goals for myself, too. And if I achieve my goals, y'all going to see me on the big time. That's all That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, but once again, man, like I said, if I don't speak to any of y'all, happy new year. Um, hope y'all enjoyed the last decade. But this new decade is about to be great for everyone. Um, expecting great things for this podcast, um, for all of our podcast members individually, all our guests. Um, just big things. And once again, we expecting big things from Florida football in the next coming year. So we're going to sign off. It is with a podcast for my boy, Mr. We ain't done with done yet. Anthony Beck. It's your boy. Yes, my man. Good night. I have a great one. We'll catch y'all next time. Yes, sir. Promise that I will never change. Cause it's inside of me. Trying to stack my chips. And it's enough to feed my family. Want the whole world to know the hood is still inside of me. I'm trying to make them believe.